Great Scott! Welcome back to Superman Talk. I'm your host, Steve, and I'm always on the lookout to find the latest and most interesting things to discuss about the Man of Steel. Today's topic? A look at the Man of Steel solicitations and what to expect. So, without further delay, it's time for an episode of Superman Talk. When Action Comics number 1000 came out, I was a little concerned about a big gap between Superman comics. Well, DC did a good job filling out our options with the Action Comics special and the Superman special, which were both formatted much like AC 1000, with a bunch of short stories. Tomasi and Gleason gave us a nice story that tied up a loose thread and literally had Clark close the door on their run. And then No Justice launched, which is a four-issue miniseries by Scott Snyder that has Superman teaming up with villains and other members of the Justice League to take on four planet-eating gods. So, we've actually had quite a bit of Superman in comic books to keep us happy. But now, Man of Steel number one is upon us, and we are entering the dawn of the Brian Michael Bendis era of Superman. So, for those who don't know, Man of Steel will be a six-issue weekly miniseries. This should keep us very busy, as there will be a lot to dissect each and every week. Bendis plans on reimagining Superman's origins and shaking up the status quo. Now, before you get panicky, this isn't a reboot. This is like when you find out the story of your childhood isn't quite what you thought it was. It's when the truth about an event is revealed, changing how you view your past. Superman is going to learn something about Krypton's destruction in this miniseries. If you've read the preview in Action Comics 1000 and the sneak peek in DC Nation number zero, you know that there are big moments ahead. So let's take a look at the solicitations for this series and try to get some insight into what we should expect. Now, real quick, I realized these were released some time ago, but now that the moment has arrived, I felt it was necessary to kind of dust these solicits off and revisit them. Every issue will be 32 pages and have a cover price of $3.99. The artist for each issue will be different, which is necessary to put out a weekly book. But DC assembles some top talent that will, without a doubt, deliver stunning art. Each issue will also come with a code for a free digital download, which is really awesome. Okay. Man of Steel number one, art by Ivan Rice and Joe Prado. Here's the solicit. Quote, A new era begins for Superman as a threat from his earliest origins re-emerges to destroy the last son of Krypton. As Superman struggles to come to grips with what has happened to his wife and son, he must also face a new threat that's determined to burn down Metropolis. Unquote. Now, this is clearly referencing Rogal Zar, 
who we saw in Action Comics 1000. In that fight, Zar is making short work of Superman and Supergirl as he rips through the city. We may not get a lot of context on what happened to Lois and John in this issue, but I'm sure there will be hints along the way. We won't know until issue 6, but we'll be given plenty to consider until the reveal. On top of that, Superman needs to face a new threat that's determined to burn down Metropolis. Well, it looks like Bendis plans on keeping both Kal-El and Clark very busy. Now, for the second, Man of Steel number two, art for this issue will be done by Evan Doc Shaner. Now, and I quote, With an arsonist loose in Metropolis, Superman's powers are almost useless in finding the culprit. And back at the Daily Planet, everyone wants to know what's going on with Lois Lane. How can Clark hold on to the secret of what happened to Lois and John much longer? Unquote. So, the arsonist is doing this his thing, and Superman is suddenly powerless. Interesting. Might be our one-issue cliffhanger revealing that something weird is happening with his powers. So, it'll be interesting to see if, if and why we don't get internal dialogue explaining what happened to Lois and John if Clark knows the truth. Like, why isn't he thinking about that? And if he's thinking about that, we as the readers should know what he's thinking. So it'll be interesting to find out how Bendis works his way around this. And speaking of internal dialogue, there is nothing I want more out of this series, stylistically, than the elimination of that awfully colored green-on-green narrative box. Make the box blue... Give us the properly colored S-Shield. The current one is just awful to look at. It's nitpicky, I know. Okay, so for Man of Steel number three, the art will be by Ryan Souk. And here's the solicit. Quote, The merciless killer and zealot calling himself Rogal Zar has searched the cosmos for Superman and when he reaches the Fortress of Solitude, his actions will cut Superman to the core. Unquote. Now, I'm guessing we won't get any Home Alone moments with Rogal Zar invading the Fortress of Solitude, but I'm hoping that he has to work his way through some defense systems. If Superman lost his powers as a result of his first encounter with Zar, then there's no way Superman could get to the Fortress to stop him. Zar will end up having a free-for-all romp through the fortress, destroying every Kryptonian relic that exists. Given his purpose, I imagine this is his endgame. Much like throughout Earth's history, where foreign invaders destroy art in an attempt to erase history and culture. Man, this series is going to be pretty epic so far. As it should be. I've got goosebumps just thinking about the ramifications here. Okay, I'm going to take a quick break and I'll finish up with the remaining solicits in just a moment.
Okay. The Man of Steel, number four. Art will be by Kevin McGuire. Here's the solicit. Quote, Rogal Zar has committed a string of atrocities across the cosmos that have led him to the Fortress of Solitude. And now Superman and Supergirl plan to crush his schemes. But are even two Kryptonians enough to stop his sinister machinations? End quote. So, clearly Superman is no longer powerless, and Supergirl has entered the fray. With Supergirl's series having come to a brief hiatus, it's nice to see that she's being written, being written in here. Much like Batman enjoys an ensemble of characters, so too should Superman. He has a long list of characters that could be included, and Supergirl is often overlooked. They're cousins. They should constantly be assisting one, each, one another. So, a fight in the fortress should be a panel-busting affair. I hope McGuire's pencils are up to the task, because if there's going to be a furious romp between Superman, Supergirl, and Rogal Czar contained in that fortress... Let's just say I think uh, some remodeling is going to be done. Okay, so moving on to the Man of Steel number five. This time, art will be by Adam Hughes. Here's the solicit. Quote, Beaten by Rogal Czar, his city burning at the hands of an unknown arsonist, and the secret of what happened to Lois and John drawing closer to Revelation... Even Superman feels powerless against all that stands before him. End quote. Well, this sounds like the Empire Strikes Back of the Man of Steel saga. Literally, it sounds like all hope is lost. If Zar has defeated Superman and Supergirl, while an arsonist continues to roam free in Metropolis, things are going to be pretty dire. I love what I'm hearing so far from this series. Haven't you ever wondered what's happening in Metropolis when Superman is out fighting heavy hitters like Zod, Brainiac, Doomsday, and now Rogal Czar? While the heroes away, the villains will play. Just because you don't see Metropolis in the comic book doesn't mean it's all law and order. If you have machinations on doing something evil, the best time to do it is when Superman is preoccupied. This arsonist... Maybe a street-level criminal, but his timing is advantageous, and Bendis is spinning a tale that prevents Superman from being in two places at once and reminding the reader that there are still bad guys out there. It's not a, it's not a line of bad guys and they take a number. There's evil everywhere happening at the same time, and Bendis has this written so cleverly that while Superman is off, Getting his ass beat by Rogal Czar, you got some dude burning Metropolis down. And that will bring us to Man of Steel number six. The final chapter of this six-issue miniseries. This time, art will be by Jason Fabok, who, incidentally did the art for my favorite Action Comics 1000 variant. If you haven't seen it, he's hovering in the sky. Superman, not Jason Fabok. Superman's hovering in the sky with doves flying around him. It's absolutely beautiful work. So naturally, I'm excited to see the best cover artist on Action 
to be on the last book of the miniseries. Okay. That aside, it's time for the final solicit of this epic short run leading into Bendis' regular storytelling. Here's the solicit. Quote, The fate of Lois Lane and John Kent is revealed. Metropolis' survival hangs in the balance, and Superman must somehow put an end to Rogalzar's rampage. It's do-or-die time for the Man of Steel in the final chapter of this explosive miniseries. End quote. Now, this is going to be a bit of a spoiler. If you haven't seen it, a few panels of art was shared to Twitter and Bendis responded to it. In those panels, John and Lois are together with Jor-El and Superman. So, speculation time. What if Jor-El warns Superman of Rogalzar? It's possible this moment may be a flashback that we don't actually see until the last issue. Maybe, in order to protect Jonathan, Jor-El offers to take him off planet, and Lois may go with him so he's not alone. Or maybe because Clark begs her to. Lois has never shied away from danger, and I'm sure she'd love the Rogal Czar story, so there has to be a reason she doesn't stick around. That's just me trying to piece together fragments of the puzzle based on what I've seen. Now, all that being said, we definitely know that issue 6 will contain the last piece of information we need about Lois and John's whereabouts. And we should get a slugfest that could be the biggest fight Superman has had since Doomsday. After the last issue of Man of Steel comes out, the following week on July 11th, Superman 1 gets released. Then, Action Comics continues on the 25th with issue 1001. I can't tell you how pumped I am for this to begin, and it's right around the corner. What do you think about the upcoming Man of Steel miniseries? Email me at podcast at criticalblast.com and put Superman talk in the subject line. Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes also. We really need those five-star reviews to help people find the podcast. Well, that's it for today, Super Friends. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve from CriticalBlast.com, and always remember, you're much stronger than you think you are. Trust me. Have a super day, everybody, and always believe in a better tomorrow. You've been listening to Superman Talk, brought to you by CriticalBlast.com. You can download all episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and more of your favorite podcasting apps. If you can't find us, send us an email so we can get there. Podcast at CriticalBlast.com. And be social with us. You can find Critical Blast on Facebook.com slash Critical Blast. Or give us a follow on Twitter at Critical Blast. If you'd like to interact with this show in particular... Follow us on Twitter at CB underscore Superman.